This hot, this the spot, there it is, pod.com. We're interviewing the best comedians, so tune in quick and get your ears receiving them. We're talking about life and life to stream right to you from the microphone right to your home, dude. Side note, this might get embarrassing, but no, don't sweat, yo, because there it is. Welcome to the There It Is Podcast, a comedy podcast for creators of any variety. I'm your host, Jason Farr. Uh, let's I do this. I'm joined today for a very special episode by girlfriend of the show, Justina Sparling. I'm trying to verbalize that hey with a lot of whys. You oh, yes, 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 yes. Oh, yes, of course. Oh, yes, of course. Show is my boyfriend, therefore. <laughs> hey! <laughs> um, so I mentioned that this is a very special episode. Why? And, and, and yes, uh, I should say why if people didn't read the name of the episode or the bio for the episode or the little description for you the do episode. Do a name and a bio for every episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just oh. like the name of the guests. And so this will say like New York anniversary, but people might go, Huh? New York's having an anniversary. Yes. And it's not that. Uh, so I mean, the New episodes York kind of is having an, an anniversary. Right. I don't know when that date would no, be. No, but like, oh, this is a big it's day a, for New York. It's, yeah. That's what, what I'm saying. Oh, that's very, uh, thank you for correcting me because you're right. I should have that level of confidence. Folks. Ain't no confidence. It's a special day for New York. I need confidence to believe that it's a special day for New York. Okay, objectively, I know it's a special day a for special me. Special day for New York. Okay. Oh well, that's fine. If that's if it's not just a subjective thing. Congratulations, New York, on Jason and Justina being in you for one year. <laughs> one year today. That's why the episode is also late this week. We are recording on March first. We came. I said that in a funny way. First, uh, I had wine. Um, Folks, it's March 1st. We moved to New York City on March 1st of 2017. We've been inside of New York City for one year today. Yes, and it's been great. I think there's been pleasure all around. Listen. It's been pleasurable for me. Has it been pleasurable good, for you, is Jason? It good is for it you, pleasurable New York? for you? It's pleasurable for me. Great. New York? Uh, New York, is it good for you? Is it good for you? Was that good for you? That's an affirmative. Yes. Okay. Okay, great. <laughs> good. You have to check. You have to have these talks Listen, after. After. You just have to talk about 2018. It. You, you got to check in. Conversation. You got to check in. You know, just because it's mm-hmm. happened doesn't mean you can't talk right, about it. Right. Right. You know? It's a year. We are the talk of New York City. Yep. Um, uh, New York City started an article, a, a very, uh, a la Sex in the City. Um, about the fact that we were inside of New York City. And let me tell you, we're Mr. Big. I'm not about to pull out of New York City anytime. <laughs> New York City is Carrie Bradshaw, and we're Mr. Big, and we ain't leaving. Except, can I be Carrie? We say, I just really want to be okay. a Carrie. Well, that's okay, fair, because she is pretty amazing. As long as I don't get stuck being Samantha. During our one year inside of New York City, mm-hmm. Jason actually saw Sarah Jessica Parker. Yes, and it was great. Um, she, if, regardless of how adorable you think she is when you see her on television, she is even more adorable and beautiful in person. I can't believe it. I can't. I saw her and was like, 
Well, I I saw her the back of her head, and she had mm-hmm. a cute little bob, and uh, it's a it's a her assistant. He's a little guy named Bob, and <laughs> I was at first taken aback by him, but then I saw her haircut, and that mm-hmm. was great. Mm-hmm. But then she turned around, and I went, "My word, she's that beautiful. She's beautiful. Is Carrie Bradshaw? She's nice." That's actually what I said. Uh, that's Carrie Bradshaw, but I only thankfully said it to myself. I was so stunned by her little bob that I forgot that her name was actually Sarah Jessica Parker. Well, anyway, folks, that is the beginning of this episode. Thank you for joining us. We are very glad to be here and to be in New York City. We're going to talk about that in this episode. We're going to talk about things that we love. We're going (laughs) to... We're going to talk about things that we love. We're going to talk about things that we don't love about the city. We're going to talk about things we miss. There's We're not, get to not so everything's many. perfect, you know? Oh, of course. Now, uh, don't check out in this episode just because you think, oh, this is just about Jason and Justina being in New York City. Uh, it's not. We are going to give some advice. I think if you're moving to a big city, this is a good, especially New York City, this is a great episode to listen to because we're going to, listen, learn from our mistakes. We uh, made Take our mistakes. tips. Yeah, we've got some good things to share. We just watched an episode of Queer Eye on Netflix. We are ready to go. Yes. We're going to change some lives. We're going to change some lives. Jason Um, told me not to be loud. And and then she did it very hard. really loud. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Um, Let's do this. Yeah. Let's. Okay, we made notes. Um, Oh, well, first of all, obviously, we come from South Carolina. Yes, if you don't know. Obviously, we miss things about South Carolina, so we want to cover those right now, okay? Correct. Number one, um. In no particular order except for this one, because this is the number one thing that we miss, is the family. Um, we yeah. Miss, miss, um, we, fam- both of our families are in South Carolina. Right. In the Carolinas. My dad is yeah. in North Carolina. My mom is in South Carolina. Justina's mom and sisters are in South Carolina. Our very close friends. We have very close friends back home. Our old theater is back home. Yeah. And just like, um, I mean, I've lived away from home several times now mm-hmm. you know, in not. different countries and different cities yeah so so for me it's hard it is very hard um but i don't think it's as hard as, for me as it is for you that's fair because i have not i don't know i roll with the punches pretty well but um i have not lived out of the carolinas my entire life you know i mean when i was living in north carolina i was with both of my parents when i was living in south carolina um, when I was in college, I was only an hour and a half away. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I moved uh, half an hour away from where my mom is. So I'm, I am not used to being this far away yeah. from family. And, um, it's except for my brother who moved out to LA many years ago, but he left your family. <laughs> he did. He just left you guys. He told him. He told us he's going to get cigarettes, and we mm-hmm. before we could even say, "But you don't smoke." Right. He and was gone. Gone. Um, Haven't heard from him since. <laughs> except for earlier today. Yeah. But um, since like five o'clock, I have not heard from I have him. Not heard yes. from him since five uh, o'clock. I'm sure he's texting now. Yeah. But listen, it's not easy to make a big move but once like in in my circumstance it's not necessarily easy but um once you do it like once you are 
hitting the road and are in the car. Uh, and then once you get to the destination and you're unpacked, then I feel like you settle in. At least that's how I am. I mean, I mean, it was like we were here. Deal with it. You know, you're, right, you're already have... in New York. It's not going to be easy to go back. Your apartment's being rented out already. So sorry. You mm-hmm. know, yeah, like, yeah. Um, but yeah, family for sure. And I wanted to be here. I'd been wanting to move here for a long time. But yeah, that's something Jason, you're going to have to um, deal with. People. If I may, if we may um, just diverge for a moment about mm-hmm. things we missed about South Carolina. What is it that caused you, Jason Farr, to move to New York City? Many years ago, I told myself, New York is the place. Mm-hmm. I even prayed about it. Mm-hmm. And it was just like resoundingly clear to me that New York is where I needed to move and where I needed to be. So, and that was many years ago. It was 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was... Well, we don't I? have okay, to go okay. over that. Um, <laughs> and, uh, just seen as younger than me. We don't need to talk by, about how much. Um, the So then... Um, sometime a year and a half ago, something like that, mm-hmm. you said, I want to move. You had been talking about moving before that, but mm-hmm. before that you were saying Chicago. Yes, I remember that. And um, I was like, oh, if you want to go to Chicago, I'll follow you, but rude. why not New York? I didn't say that to her. In that tone. It was extremely rude. Okay, I did say it to her, and I did say it in that tone, and it was in the middle of one of those Japanese steakhouses when they are cooking in front of you. I should have just said I want strip, mm-hmm. but instead I went. Oh, you want to go to? Wait, so 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 what you're saying is that you've been wanting for a long time, like mm-hmm. way before you knew me, yes, uh, to, to move to New York, mm-hmm. and then I come along. We date for a couple of years. It's mm-hmm. really great. Yeah, Things perfect. are going well for you. Mm-hmm. And then would you say that I was the answer to your prayers? Yeah. In that I ignited this move to New York City. Mm-hmm. I don't Great. know when. I, I think it yeah. eventually would have happened. It would not have, I don't think, without my... But honestly, it, you're right. It may have only been you. <laughs> Let's just say it was all me. And that <laughs> God is using me as a tool mm-hmm. to... You're certainly a tool. <laughs> oh, snap! I'm kidding. I You're set myself up. Okay. Let's More go things, to things we miss about South Carolina. South Carolina. So we um, community. Pro- and community and yeah. Friends. Um, okay. So yeah. Rent. It, rent. Oh God, you guys. Okay. So um, I pay. We, you know, like um, pay like for our apartment, which is a one bedroom apartment. Mm-hmm. It's a great apartment. We're very happy with it. But it was like, I, oh my gosh, like I would say two point five times as much as I paid in South Carolina. So actually, not that bad. But like. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, it's oof. It's hard. Okay, it's expensive, and um, I also miss Publix, mm-hmm. the finest grocery store known to mankind. No, it is such a pleasure to shop at Publix. Yeah, and it's not just their slogan. Yes, um, it's it's a no. That place is legitimately great. The grocery stores here range from being weird to having most of the things you need, but not everything. Yeah, the best grocery store really. It's the Whole Foods down the street Which, from us. For people in South prices Carolina, have dropped. can you imagine doing all, <laughs> all your grocery your, shop, shopping at Whole Foods? At Whole How Foods. How expensive that would be. You all can't of get Jif peanut butter or Reese's peanut butter. You can't get Coca-Cola because they don't have stuff like but that there. But that's what we there. have to do because the nearest grocery stores next to the Whole Foods are like 
they're weird, not good. And, weird, and they're just as expensive as the Whole Foods. You know, you they're not some as nice. Are, there's you know? some are more expensive than so, the Whole Foods because Whole Foods drop their prices. Anyway, that's what's up. Okay, so it's like you have to go to like Target to get some things, and then you go to Whole Foods, and then the bodega, and it's like three. Pl- you listen, people in rural America, you have the grocery store stuff made because yeah. you go to one place. You get everything you want. In you rural go America? Home. Rural. Rural? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they have a Walmart? Well, not necessarily just that. I just feel like that's the places where places like Publix exist. Mm. Well, Greenville's not rural. Greenville is not rural. It's it, okay, but it's not... Um, it's not New York. Oh, wow. You're so New York now. <laughs> I've, wow. I've gotten bougie, y'all. Oh, man. Um, okay, Miss The Publix, rural juror. That's the only thing I just want to make a reference to right now. We also miss the ease of transportation. Just, oh, <sighs> I want to go somewhere? Hop in my car? Yeah. I'm gone. Yeah. Parking for free? <laughs> it's right, crazy. Right, right. Um, yeah, so that's something I missed. I've gotten into the groove of hopping on the subway, but it's right. still going to be 40 minutes to get somewhere. Most of the time. And that's, yeah. that can Whether be... Whether it's in Brooklyn or in Manhattan, it will take time just because yeah. the way the trains are designed it's well fine, whatever no i would say if we're going to bushwick it's maybe like 30 some minutes but bushwick? like from where we live on the i train, don't remember now on the train <laughs> from bushwick to, from where we live to bushwick it would be 40 to 50 minutes all right maybe that's true okay <laughs> but we live in a good spot yeah uh, a good hub area yeah we like it. uh queens is like an hour away yeah. uh the city, five and a half miles from where we live, it's going to take 40 minutes door on the train to, to get there. Door to door for me to it's get crazy. to work, depending on what time I leave, is 30 to 40 minutes. And mm-hmm. that's awesome. And I'm psyched about it. So. We're, so you can tell that we've been here a year because we're still complaining about transportation. I'm complaining. We're no, just we're, talking about things we miss in SC. Right, 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 uh, we also miss um, community tap. Yeah, so many good drinks there. I miss Barley's like crazy, yeah. and that's a pizza place. And I know I'm in New York, and there's great pizza here, and I love the pizza here. I still miss Barley's tap room. I loved being inside Barley's tap room, and then uh, I pulled out and I went inside New York. That's I'm right. being a whore. Um, you're right. No, no. Um, and then we missed Swamp Rabbit Trail and, and Paris Mountain and just mm-hmm, easy mm-hmm. access to hiking. And then the Cane Halter YMCA. Coffee Underground. Yeah, Coffee Underground. Just a number of things. Okay. You know you know who you are. And so we're going to talk now about um, the things that we don't love about NYC. Because not yes. everything's perfect. Let's not, just get it over Nothing can with. be. Okay, guys? Yeah. So um, I don't like how dirty it is. Mm. You hear this all the time. We don't need to explain. It's just very dirty. It's fine. Yeah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. hand sanitizer out the wazoo. Okay. Also, one thing we don't really need to exact or talk about too much is expensive. how expensive it yeah, is. Yeah, it's yeah. very expensive. Rent. Um, taxes. Food. Taxes. My taxes are very expensive. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And mm-hmm. so like. It's expensive, fine. Another thing that I don't like is how long it takes to get to meet up with people because someone lives on the Upper East Side, someone lives in Harlem, someone mm-hmm. lives in Brooklyn, someone lives in Bushwick in Brooklyn, someone lives in Gowanus in Brooklyn, someone lives in, you know, East New York. No one lives in East New York, but um, people do, but like, don't go there. But it's a New York thing, just don't mm-hmm. go to East New York. But it's just hard, you know, you have to really coordinate people's schedules. And, no, it's crazy. And, and it's very hard. If I wanted to meet up with Evan after work, easy like yeah. in five minutes plans yeah. are made in 10 minutes we're together yeah. you know what I mean? yeah can't so. do that here if you want to 
back home, if we wanted to see a movie, we could just show up at the theater and yeah. be like, here, give me my ticket now. I gave you money and you can go. Here, you go and it's sold out, you know? Like, yeah. you have to, like, buy in advance and everything. But I don't want to make it seem like it stinks here, okay? There are just a couple of things that we don't love. But here's some stuff that we do love. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And so many so things. So many things. Okay, so first of all, there's just all kinds of different people in every kind of way that mm-hmm. you can imagine. So much culture. Yeah. And that's, you know, even as a person of color living in the South, like, I feel like I was fairly cultured for the South, right? Uh, just because I had a lot of different people around me, uh, uh, you know, the, the two or three different kinds of people that live <laughs> In yeah, South Carolina. About three different kinds. There are about three different kinds of people that you see, maybe four. And in New York, there are a million different kinds of people, people from all walks of life. You bump into them every single day and uh, you interact with them. And that is so great. That much culture around you at all times. Yeah, culture and just people with different viewpoints. Mm-hmm. I feel. Very conservative here, and I did not feel very conservative in South Carolina. So it's just interesting for for me to be around such different types mm-hmm, of viewpoints, mm-hmm. political, you know, social, cultural. It's great. I feel like yeah. my mind is growing, and that's all I want is just yeah. to be smarter and smarter every minute of my life. Okay. So, and then another thing is, um, we get to see another great thing we love about New York is seeing these wonderful shows. So which we'll many talk wonderful about shows. In the, in the next portion of the podcast right but yeah there's so many different kinds of shows access easy access to these shows Mm -hmm. um another thing we love about new york is just a lot of food so much food so i know that we're saying all the things that people always say oh you get to meet different people wonderful shows the food but it's just nice that we're experiencing it for ourselves you're all invited to to come stay with us we have an air mattress (laughs) um And, and it seats about 50 yep so, um, and but, but, sleeps about you know, it's just, it, it's very meaningful to me mm-hmm. to experience that kind of thing, you know, and, mm-hmm. and not just on, on vacation, which, you know, I'd love to go on vacation to different places and experience those cultures, but living in a place is just, I'm, I'm, we're so lucky, you know? We're so incredibly fortunate. lucky. Yeah. And, um, we are going to expand a little bit on what we love so much about living here. But, um, yeah, those are the, the things. Like, it, it, it expands your horizons when you move to yeah. a place, especially a place that's so different than anything you've ever... Like, in my case, having only been in South Carolina and North Carolina, um, this is such a big difference for me. And I love that, and that's a good thing. Like, so many people that can swallow them up, but it's such a good thing to have that and to have, you know, even just different accents around you, you know? Our landlord has the best old Brooklyn accent. It's great. <laughs> He's awesome. We really, we really, yeah, really we like him. him. Shout out to Andrew. And um, so here's some things we've done, and this is going to get in deeper into what we love about New York City. Um, and again, this isn't all just about like what we like and what we don't like and just like our opinions on things. But uh, uh, stick with this uh, because this is where you really start getting to the meat that's on the bone here. So uh, Justina and I have taken four. We're finishing out our fourth level of improv classes at the Magnet Theater here in New York. Yes. And ph- phenomenal classes. Justina also... You took 
some sketch classes yeah, at the a, pit. They call it comedy writing. Um, we do like oh. monologue jokes oh. and desk pieces. Yeah, like they that. have. Okay, that's um, good. At that's the good. pit, people's mm-hmm. improv theater. I didn't know um, you're also writing monologue jokes and desk yeah, pieces. I shared some of them with you. They were really good. Oh, I do remember. Yes, it takes about twenty-four to twenty-nine hours to write a solid monologue joke. <laughs> I'm just getting a song. It takes me. It, it's really hard. Um, but um, yeah, I took. The pit comedy writing classes. I want to take really the good. one at uh, at Magnet because that the, it's the same sort of idea of like teaching you more than just how to write sketch classes. Right. Yeah, yeah. And that's and we'll get more into this later. But the purpose of that, and I heard Chet Siegel say this on the Magnet Theater podcast, that they teach this other stuff because if you get a job writing at a late night show, you're not only writing sketches, and if it's a late night talk show. You're barely writing sketches. You're writing desk pieces and you're writing monologue jokes. So those are good things to take. Uh, Joe Toplin, a former guest, he wrote a book. And uh, as you know, if you heard that episode, but also he teaches a class at the pit. Um, uh, I don't know how often it's run, but it's still like classes like this. Uh, more on classes in a, in a bit. So those are we've done the classes we've done. Also, just for those curious, um, for the first six months we lived here, we subleased a studio. Mm-hmm. That's right, a studio apartment. <laughs> Two people, one studio. Yes, um, it was. And subleasing—that's not something you hear a lot about in some places because people just rent. But here, it's very common to sublease. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people sublease. Um, the thing about our first sublease was it was a very good situation for mm-hmm. us. It was very affordable. Mm-hmm. It was, it was just like not our furniture, and it was weird. And <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was good for us because it it put planted us in Gowanus, which you know we've fallen we love, in love yeah. with Gowanus. So, um, mm-hmm. and then we ended up, and so for the last six months we've lived in our own place. Yes, that we rent. We don't. We didn't buy a place, but that we rent, and that it was basically across the street, and we love it. Yeah, it's a one bedroom, so it's it's smaller than my apartment that I had by myself when I lived in Greenville, and when when I lived in that apartment in Greenville, I just thought, well, two people could never live here, <laughs> and now we live in a smaller apartment, but it's fine. I mean, it's great. I'm I love it. Mm-hmm. We're, we're really yeah. lucky. Um. So yeah, and um, so subleasing. Don't be afraid of that. Uh, it, it is very common. It can be very helpful. I think it was really helpful for us. Yeah. Because um, we didn't move up here with a bunch of furniture. We tried to be kind of bare bones in moving up, which I would suggest people do. Yeah. Don't. You can just buy furniture. You can order furniture off of Amazon, and then it's there at your house right. or Wayfair, and it's just it's mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. You didn't pay movers. You right. Know? Right. So why move stuff up? Yeah, I just don't get it, especially because furniture from other places most likely won't fit in a New York City apartment you, anyway. They always say, like, you get furniture for the space you have. And uh, you can't know the space you have until you're there. So don't bring up a bunch of furniture and then think, I'm just going to make it work. It may not really fit. Yeah. So um, anyway, that's what we did. Other things that we've done in New York, we've you know tried to take advantage of touristy things. I like go to Thirty Rock and go to Rockaway Beach. Yeah, and you know been to the beach the more than I've ever been. I know the, the it's very nice because Rockaway Beach it's um it's very nice. The boardwalk's all new since Sandy because mm-hmm. um, Hurricane Sandy took everything out. So that whole area is very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Also, as we had mentioned earlier, we've gotten to see great shows. 
Brighton and I, my sister, we got to see Meteor Shower. Yeah, um, the Steve Martin, the Steve Martin written show. play that uh, Amy, Amy Schumer, Schumer and Keegan-Michael Keegan Michael Key. Key. And that was really nice. Some um, other great people. Yeah, um, some other great people, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't then, have the playbill in front of me, but uh, I'm sure they're good. I'm, I'm sure they're fine. No, <laughs> no they were great, obviously. Uh, then, other, so there's also some really great shows at Magnet. Um uh, Cornfield and Andrews. Uh, I say field because it's Cornfeld. Cornfeld. Uh, I, I meant to say Cornfeld, and I just feel like my mouth said Cornfield anyway. Uh, regardless, uh, Rick Andrews, Lewis Cornfeld, they're phenomenal. They do a Sunday show. Um, there's also Trike, which is an amazing show. It's gotten some great write ups. Always sells out. If you come to New York, I strongly suggest you see that. If you're coming to New York in the next. Uh, a few weeks, I strongly suggest you go see Sisters 3 at the Magnet Theater. It's Those those shows are really phenomenal, but Sisters 3, if you remember, if you've listened to this podcast before, Elena Scapetos and Ilana, our level 4 and level 2 teacher, um, they were on the podcast, they put this show together, and uh, Sisters 3 is a, a, just a fantastic show new york times gave a write-up on it and, and how great it and is as well it's not improv it's a play right it's a play it's it's listen you, we see so many great performers here uh there's fishbein yes her name's alana fishbein yes okay i said ilana ilana yeah yeah but we mentioned elena's last name but not oh ilana, right so right i'm sorry it's ilana i'm sorry our dear ilana fishbein um who <laughs> we love she's our teacher Twice over, blogologues. We saw the Jimmy Fallon Tonight parody. Uh, the, the people involved with that have been on the podcast, uh, but we saw those live. Uh, those at both at the pit. Uncle Function. Also, we had a someone from Uncle Function there. They are really great. Do a sketch show. It's really fun. And uh, we got to see John Early do stand up on that show. John yeah. Early is like one of the greats right now. Oh, and sorry, back to Uncle Function. One of those sketch performers. I know you semi mentioned this was you interviewed for your podcast, and right, she's right. on the character she's show a, on Netflix. The one that uh, John Early yeah. did is John Early's character. Yeah. She was the one uh, outside who was yep. reading about the history of really terrible history. She's great. And uh, we saw a Best of Conan stand-up show. I think we mentioned it on the show. A lot of great performers on that. Uh, and that was at the uh, Library Hotel. Is that yeah. what it was? Okay. And um, we saw Reductress. We saw The Opposition. We saw TJ and Dave. Um, so if you're a comedy nerd, this is the place to be because you can yeah. see a lot of amazing, amazing, amazing or stuff. Or Chicago, but you are too good for Chicago. So. <laughs> I, no, obviously Chicago is a great place. Um, I uh, got a couple of great theaters there. A lot of great um, just stage plays that are that go on there as yes. well. Um, I still prefer um, New York. Mm, mm. Have you been? Ha, ha, <clears throat> have you been? To I've Chicago? been to Chicago a couple times. You have? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then never mind. Great. Okay. <laughs> I, if you some know, friends you know. moved there, and, and one guy was saying that like. It's so windy there. Yeah, the weather I think is. is he worse said he tried to. He was trying to cross the street. Yeah, and he was fighting the wind, and he got 
like barely halfway through and he saw that the light was changing and he had to turn around and wait yeah the wind won and he's he's like taller than me and and a big guy and it still was putting so imagine you in that wind i mean (laughs) people do it people do cease to exist uh we went to a yankees game that was fun the versus the los angeles angels and um last but not least in new york what we have done has been to make friends we made some friends and some, and some enemies. enemies. You know who you, you are. Know who you are. They listen to the podcast. The enemies the listen. Enemies. I feel the like the friends have, don't. No, no, no. Just enemies. <laughs> you know they say, um, keep your friends close and listen yeah. to your enemies' podcast. Uh huh. That's, That's what they, what they say. say. Now let's uh, get into the woulda, shoulda, couldas. The things that we didn't do, but we should have done. We would have done if we thought about it. We could have done, but we didn't. Yeah, so uh, I said I would have done more stand-up. I've done stand-up a grand total of, like, four times since I've been here. And it's been good. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, it's been really nice. The, the rooms that we've done it in have been very supportive and all that stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I just haven't gotten out. And it's a great way to meet people. It's a great way to network. And I just haven't taken advantage, so. There's so much to do here and, uh, you know, just through what I was trying to focus on. That's why I took a step back. It's just hard to... Um, do everything here. Um, I mean, it's a woulda, shoulda, coulda, and I'm going to get back at it, but I took a step back and I am not sad that I took a step back because I needed that step back just to reevaluate. Now, um, we also could have gone to more shows and uh, more kinds of shows too, especially, and that's a, that's yeah, a big thing. A lot of comedy. A lot shows, of comedy. Yeah. Listen, one thing that if you move to a city like this or like whether it's LA or New or, or Chicago or I would say even like a Miami or uh, just Austin, like there's so many shows that you can go to. You're never going to be able to go to them all. Right. It's impossible to go to everything and to see everything. There's always two one time thing or several one time things going on and you are already busy that night. Uh, be, being in a big city it really should at least make you get over fear of missing out because you're just going to have to accept that that's what life is. You're missing out. But you should definitely take advantage of the shows, as many shows as you can, but especially a variety of shows. Because, I mean, the Blue Notes here, John Schofield was playing there. We missed that, actually. But... um I'm sure he's going to be there again. And there's all these other great musicians in the jazz district. And then all these different kinds of stand-up shows and sketch shows and improv shows. And just all all sorts of events. Museums put on all these. We have great museums here. Libraries. Great libraries. New York City Library is amazing. They have all these different events. The Paley Center is here. There's so many different things that you can go to. Many of it is free. And that's one of the things I said. We'll talk about that in, the, in a minute. These shows. This is one of the things I've really loved. We're seeing top-notch talent. So, talent that's on. They have tons of credits. Netflix. Conan, whatever, and we see this stuff for free. Yeah, you know, like that. That best of Conan show. Did we pay to get in that? Was that yes? So we paid to get in that, but it was was, like ten bucks. It was yeah. So it was was cheap, and it was an open bar, and everyone was like, "Okay, I know, I'm gonna get four drinks for me." Such good comedians, also great comedians. Um, 
Aparna Nancharla. Yeah? Yeah, I know. I'm yeah. sorry I'm saying her not name wrong, but, and then we got to see um, Daniel Sloss, who I think mm-hmm. is David, or Daniel Sloss? I think Daniel, it's Daniel Sloss. Daniel Sloss. And um, Sloss. Storm, his first name is Storm. Moses? Storm, Moses, Storm Moses. Moses. Storm. I thought it was Moses Storm. Either way, it's oh. the coolest name for a comedian <laughs> yeah. ever. Okay. He was very funny. It was the first time I seen him. But um, we have seen so many great acts, people who write for The Tonight Show, people who've Formed on the Tonight Show for either ten dollars or free. Yeah, that is amazing to have that at it's so accessible here. Yeah, um, and that so it's another one of those things that I love about the place, but it's also why it's so important that you you go out to as much stuff as you can because it's not so hard to go to them. Right. It's not so expensive to go to them. It's not going to break the bank to see a free show yeah. for, you know, when all you have to do is swipe your subway ticket with the, that you've already paid for, you know, unless you're like, I guess, put value on there, not time. Don't I, do that. I, I put time on there. It's um, like you can go a million times in seven days and, you know, uh, it, it pays for itself. Um, and then um, not more woulda, shoulda, coulda, woulda. We didn't go to any Knicks or, or Nets games. Mm-hmm. We haven't been to Madison Square Garden to see a show yet. Um, and then, like, there's probably other things that we'll know more of that we shoulda, woulda, coulda later on. But I don't know. I feel like we've done a pretty good job of, mm-hmm. you know, we don't have family in New York. But, oh, well, Jason has some cousins in New Jersey and in um, other parts of Brooklyn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I feel like we've done a pretty good job basically just trying it on our own. With advice from other people, which we so appreciate, obviously. Yeah. Okay, I think this is the last part that we are going to talk about. Yeah. Right? Okay. So, um, you know, I said this isn't all just like, what do we like? We're giving a little advice here, uh, tips on how to make the move. So that's definitely we're going to lean in on right now. Advice for other people who want to move to New York City or a big city. Okay. And I mean, I would even say, as with any advice, take it or leave it. This advice, when I was thinking about this, when I was writing this down, I, I was kind of advising my former self. If I could go back and tell Justina mm-hmm. about things to do before she came up, this is what I would have told myself. So it doesn't apply to everyone. I don't think I'm an expert. Mm-hmm. But I live in New York and I'm kind of a big deal. So. <laughs> I mean, uh, New York is so happy we're inside yeah. of her. I mean, we're inside it. Um, okay. Um, I would say I was kind of nervous, not because I'm a micromanager, though I can be, Mm -hmm. but I was nervous about coming up here and finding a place to live, you know, finding a laundry place, finding a grocery store, all this stuff. But when we got up here, everything automatically became easier. You can't do everything from South Carolina or from wherever you're going from. So, you know, we had to find a place to stay, obviously, but when we got up here, um, it, it falls into place, place. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because it's set up for that. I mean, yeah. that's why there are bodegas on every block. That's why there's a laundromat on every... I mean, we have so many bodegas in a three-minute walking radius yeah. of us. Um, and two uh, laundromats that are a minute or two from our apartment. Um, yeah, we got lucky there. Yeah, I mean, it's just... It's not hard to do that stuff. And you'll see it once you get there. It's kind of like... I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but if you're going to a party and you're so super nervous about the party and how it's going to go and it almost makes you not want to go and then you get to the party and you have a great time and everything works out just Mm -hmm. fine. uh, That's how it is. (laughs) You know, like there's all these things that when you're not looking at it, when you're not directly in the circumstances yet, 
then it's so easy for anxiety to build build up and you think oh all this stuff that has to be done and uh it's a daunting task but once you get there once you get to the place it'll figure itself out yeah um another thing that we found useful that i didn't do until we had been here about a month or two and this handy dandy tidbit comes from meg pearson is signing Mm -hmm. up for newsletters because there's so many newsletters about things that are going on and it helps me to branch out from things that are just comedy um so Mm -hmm. it's you know stuff about museum openings or museum events or art gallery openings or different kinds of shows that aren't comedy shows just stuff that's going on around the city that's free or very cheap and Mm -hmm. the two Mm -hmm. email lists that i'm on right now are the skint and brooklyn Mm -hmm. and they're great and we've seen a lot of cool things through those um websites and you know found out about a lot of things Um, yeah and I, i of course you know, if you're moving to Austin and you're listening to this advice, I don't know what the thing, the Austin equivalent is, but they are out there and they're not going to be hard to find. Uh, So look for something like that. It is going to, you have no idea how much stuff is out there. Also look at just like calendar of events that the city puts up. Scour the internet. Yes. There's tons of things. Lots of things. Um, Another thing that applied to me, maybe Jason, was just to buy less expensive shoes. Like I bought a couple. This is really stupid. First world advice. This is very much a a you advice. But just I bought some. Okay. Wow. (laughs) Should I share my advice? Yeah. There's someone else. No, I'm just saying it doesn't apply to me. Okay, great. Just shut your ears while I talk to the people about this. Just I bought some like really expensive ankle boots. They were too expensive. They're too expensive for New York where I would just wear the boots out, you know, because I'm walking so much, okay? So if you're going to wear the shoes out anyway, just buy the cheaper version of whatever you were going to buy, okay? That's it. That's all I was going to say. You can open your ears now. Oh, you're done? Okay. <sighs> I didn't even okay. hear. That was my past piece of advice. Another piece of advice to Justina before she came up is sign up for Meal Pal sooner than you did. <laughs> I saved like a million dollars every week for doing this. It's a New York City thing. I don't think it's in other places. It's called Meal Pal. I work in the city. If I want to buy lunch, it's like 13 bucks to buy lunch. Yeah, it can be Also, expensive. I guess I could prepare my own meals, but I don't do that, and I can't do that. I'm sorry that I don't do that, okay? So with Meal Pal, it's like 6 bucks a month, uh, um, a lunch. So. Yeah, I would probably eat a slice of pizza every single day Great if I worked you. in your office just because joe's pizza is yeah it's really good (laughs) next door yeah um (laughs) like the famous joe's pizza but uh it's not a great idea to eat pizza every single day for lunch and i and so i would mix it up with a pb and j no um so some more advice uh call home more um that's just always good advice even if uh you aren't moving and as justina points at me and Here's the thing. I call me. home every single day. Okay. Every who's, day. Even if it's for two child. minutes. I'm not the best child. I just she miss my family. Is. That's not the best child kind of thing. She's she's the best child because she misses it I more. I even call my family members who won't even pick up the phone for me. All right. Well. <laughs> I'm just a, kidding. I, st- I stopped doing that because they won't pick up the phone. This is an episode of WTF. <laughs> um. <laughs> um, and then another, the last thing I think is what jason oh so um learn to network even okay we came up here we're we do comedy uh you may not be doing comedy uh you may be already in business and know how to network and all that sort of stuff 
So this is primarily for the entertainers and artists and creative people like that out in the world who aren't uh, doing, don't have like a trade in the creative world, like a website designer or something like that. Here's what you really need to just, before you even move, start learning about how to network. Um, you might be moving up here hoping to write for a late night show. You may not be thinking about it right now, but you do stand up and you want to like have a career in stand up. Uh, start learning how to write. Okay. Get used. Here's the first bit of advice. Uh, network, learn to network, have a good LinkedIn. I see a ton of comedians who have, if they have a LinkedIn, it just doesn't look professional. You want to put your, you want to put a professional foot forward there. Really like very strongly put a professional foot forward on that. Also, write every day. Get used to that rhythm of writing every single day because it would be a good gig for you whether you want it or not like or or just aren't thinking about it. It would be a good gig to write somewhere. But in order to get those jobs, you have to look professional and you have to be professional. So clean up that LinkedIn, make it look like a human person who is responsible is on the other side of that LinkedIn and just have the practice of writing a lot, but also just have the discipline of writing all the time because that's what it takes to write for those shows. Also, take classes for it. We mentioned The Pit. We mentioned Magnet. They teach more than just writing sketch. You can also do a master class. Uh, Judd Apatow is about to do one. There is also a Steve Martin one out there that I think is very good. Uh, you can buy Joe Toplin's book and read about it. Those three things are very crucial if you're moving to a city. If you have something outside of uh, comedy that you're coming up here for, then still, like, how can you have discipline? How can you have a good LinkedIn? You know, like, how can you look professional? How can you be professional? And how can you learn more so you can even be better? Three really good pieces of advice, if you ask me. Well, that's all I've got. Do you have anything else? No, I think um, I think we're good. I think I think people know what they need to know. I think they've. Um, it's exciting the move, you know. Like uh, there, there's some things that you can set up and do, but it's fun. It's exciting. So uh, you know, take this advice. Maybe even take it with a grain of salt if you think you have all the ideas, and uh, you know. Or just take it with a grain of salt because we don't have all the ideas and we yeah. know we don't. So. Yeah, here's the main thing. It's going to be okay. I don't know if you remember when Toby Morell was on, but something he said was like, what's the worst that can happen? It doesn't go well and you go back to the place where everyone loves you. <laughs> you know, like that's really good advice because what do you have to lose? Yeah. Not much. Not much. So go for it. And when you win... Say, I know it. <laughs> okay, well, that was today's episode. Uh, I want to say a big thank you for listening to all of you and a very, very big thank you to someone who is contributing to the podcast, Greg Horace. Now, listen, he's uh, an old college friend. We called him Greg Horace because it's just fun. But, uh, and it's actually Horace. But I've said his name wrong for so long. 
said, even if I try to say it right, I say it wrong. He's a great guy. Uh, he has theiritis. And so he went to the, uh, he's a very generous, generous and thoughtful person. He went to the website and he is doing the Patron or Patreon. I've uh, heard both. And uh, is you can. Is he drinking that Patron? Mm hmm. Okay. Uh, but I have heard it pronounced both ways. So I don't know the technical, like, correct way to say it. But what I do know and am completely accurate on. <laughs> Is that you can also donate yourself. You can go to the website, thereitispod.com, and click on support. And you can do a one-time donation, or you can do a monthly. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you feel like doing that, do it up. I I, I want to help. And if you have theiritis and you're fiending for more episodes, this is what's going to help you. Uh, you know, this support it goes to keeping on the lights and uh if we get enough support then we can even get better guests it can all lead to that well ladies and gentlemen that's today's episode don't forget you can go to thereitispod.com you can also read blogs old blogs are up on there and read about old episodes and you can follow us on twitter and facebook at there it is pod and you can follow me on twitter at jason far jokes and on instagram at Jason Bar Picks. That's it for this week. You got a couple of fun guests coming up in the next couple of weeks. We can't wait to share it with you. Justina, thank you for being here. It's always a pleasure to be inside of New York with you. <laughs> Until next time, be good to each other. The music for the theme song was created by Neil Brooks. The rap was written and performed by Nick Acevedo. The logo for There It Is was created by Jeff Prater. The There It Is podcast is produced by Jason Farr. <laughs> <laughs>